Choose the culture, Swally. Choose getting chilli sauce rather than garlic sauce in your kebab and keeping your child up whilst you cry about it. Choose calling your Wayne, Wrath, Mate or Morpheus to ensure they get bullied at school. Choose Michelle McManus, Leon Jackson and Darius getting robbed coming third on Pop Idol. Choose dodgy Scottish accents from Liam Neeson to Jessica Lange, a silk's purse reduced to nothing but a sow's ear. Choose not being allowed to play simply the best at your wedding. Choose Stephen McCall, Peter Mullen, Gary Lewis and Alex Norton being top of the swally talent. Choose a Cheeto in the shape of the Loch Ness Monster. And choose putting your shopping in the boot of your car only to realise it was the wrong fucking car. Choose wrapping yourself in linoleum to evade capture from the police. Choose a podcast where the hosts are there for you every fortnight to bring you the funniest news from Scotland and a pop culture review. Choose Nikki and Greg. Choose the culture swally. What better way to listen to your favourite podcast than to hunker down with a good cup of tea and a good wax melt? Here at Mummy's Marvellous Melts, I create beautifully scented, plastic-free wax melts and home fragrances. We have everything from piggies, bums, goddess bars, you name it. There is a scent just for you. My mission is to be as kind to the planet as I am to your pockets. And with every order, we plant a tree. You can find me on Instagram at Mummy's Marvelous Melts. And you can also head over to my website, mummiesmarvelousmelts.com and use your 10% discount code that can be found in the show notes of this podcast. Enjoy! And welcome to Mums Mysteries and Murder. I'm Marty. And I'm Effie. We need to say something here else here, again. Though, don't we? Yeah, here we yeah. It's just like ages ago we recorded, though, doesn't it? Was. It was. Yeah, well, because I think we must have recorded in January because we did two at once, didn't we? So that was ages away. That was ages ago. And my microphone smells weird. What? It smells weird. You're sniffing it. Well, because we're recording Good on... Good weird. No bad weed, because we're recording on whatever it is we're recording on. We're not in person. I think the last time I got the microphone properly out was when I was at your house. And I must so have So you're just... seeing a stinky No. My ass. <laughs> does it smell like curry or fish? It does smell a bit like curry. <laughs> but I think what I was gonna say is not that your house smells like curry. What I was going to say is that I think it must have been something in the back of our car. Okay. And that's just and maybe made my it ass does weed. smell of curry. You know how you get used to the smells in your house? So like other people when they first come in or when you've been away on holiday and you come back and you're yeah. like, oh, does the house smell like this? Your house has never smelt of curry. You don't even eat oh, curry, good. do you? Uh, a little bit. Oh. A little bit of um, Uncle Ben's. now and then oh my god is that classified as curry I'm not sure that's classified as curry (laughs) it's like sweet and sour isn't it (laughs) I hate sweet and sour I love sweet and sour oh Oh my god I love that like salty and sweet combination oh I like (gasps) that I like sweet and sour sauce when you go to McDonald's and get nuggets that's the best oh really I don't think I've tried that what let's go for a ketchup (laughs) <laughs> oh my How god. How can you like sweet and McDonald's sweet and sour sauce but not Uncle Ben's sweet and sour? Do you know what? With Every the time chunks I of pineapple in it. Because I don't like the chunks. Okay. That's the thing. That's the best bit. I do not like the chunks. My mum used to make sweet and sour when I was little. And she uh-huh. would make so she'd make I don't know if this is a weird Australian thing. She'd make like meat sort of patties that were sort of fried they had like a batter on them and then she'd do like a sweet and sour sauce but I hated the sweet and sour sauce so I'd just eat the patties with like ketchup that sounds amazing I'd eat that yeah with the sweet and sour sauce though yeah no not the sweet and sour oh I don't like chunks of things no okay do you get the no bits and juice and stuff I don't mind that 
Mm-hmm. How have we gotten on to talking about chunks? <laughs> also, can I just say... It's lunchtime when we're recording. True. We're only three minutes in and we're already talking about chunks. Um, every time I speak to you on the podcast or in real life, you surprise me with another interesting fact. I can't believe you've never had sweet and sour sauce from McDonald's. You have to write, this is your mission before we record again. You have to go to McDonald's, get order it. sweet and sour sauce. Okay. I, we Amazing. do get a lot from McDonald's, to be honest. Yeah, so do we. Yeah. That's all right. I'll do that. That'll count as one of my five a day, I'm sure. See? You could get it for Mother's Day breakfast. Oh, no, you oh. can't get nuggets for breakfast. The breakfast at McDonald's is better than the main event. It is. That's it's what so I good. think. The little harsh browns. Yeah, they're quite greasy, though, aren't they? The greasier, the better. I can't Sweet eat and sour greasy, sauce. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, you can't because you've got a, a little health problem at the moment, don't you? <laughs> That was really. Should I say it? Will I say it? I don't know what to say now. I've blocked myself into a corner. Yes. So I'm going into hospital next week. I'm just going to say it to everyone. Feels really bad for me. This might come out on the day. Actually, on my birthday, I'm getting gallstones taken out. So that's going to be a fun little birthday treat. Happy birthday! Yeah. You get you get to eat cake afterwards. I don't think you can. I think you have to eat really plain stuff for a while. But do you know what I'm doing? I'm having my birthday on Saturday instead this week. Oh, that's a good idea. So Mother's Day is Sunday and Saturday is going to be my birthday. Um, I don't know because I still can't eat a lot. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I am going to get my presents early. Can you drink? I've been drinking gin all this time and it's been all right. But last time I drank... See, I had a few cocktails and it really mm. affected me. It was yeah. really bad. So I think I'm just not going to drink. Okay. That's fine. Have some tea. That's exciting. I'm going to go to that um, cucumber. The Edinburgh street food place. Have you seen that? Oh, I've seen that advertised. This is new, isn't it? Oh, it looks amazing. Oh, what? no, actually, where is that? It's where the old it walkabout the was. So you're too classy. You're way. I knew you wouldn't know that. You're way too classy to have gone to the walkabout. (laughs) I don't know what the walkabout is. I'm just going to put this out there and say the only reason I've been there is because when I moved to Edinburgh, my friend was obsessed with Australia and she used to make me go to the walkabout. So it's one of those really dodgy, like Australian themed pubs, bars. Oh wow, that sounds great! So they they don't have that anymore. How do you not know about the walkabout? Never heard of it. Oh, my God. Where was it? When you were young, it would have been peak walkabout time as well, when it was a big deal. It was in the Omni Centre, you know, with the big giraffes. Oh, right. Oh, it's yeah. in there. Okay. It's right down the back. Awful. No. Awful. <laughs> but anyway, they've ripped all so that out. So you're going to the street food. Nice. Yeah. And it's all different street food and it's okay. all... Um, it is what you want. Yeah, they have like all little different, you know... People like hire out all different Stalls, things, like a yeah. pop-up thing. Because I love street nice. food. It's my favourite. So what are you? What kind of street food are you going to go for? I don't know because I can't eat much now. At the mm-hmm. moment, that's a bit wasted. I do like a um, bao bun. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. A bao bun? Is that how you say it? Yeah. Bio I do bun? like them. So I'm yeah. maybe going to get one of them because that's fairly yeah, not too bad. And I'm going <clears> to <throat> go and get cake after it. So okay. I've told my husband that Saturday is my birthday and then Sunday is Mother's Day. Do you do anything what, for Mother's Day? Um, I make the children draw cards <laughs> for me. <laughs> <laughs> I force them to do it and re- remind them. You remember, you have to make me a card. It's Mother's Day. Oh, do they get you presents? Uh, no. That's I mean, rubbish. Flo- Laurie sometimes goes through to the room and tries to find something for me. And wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Do you get presents? Do you of get flowers and things? Of course I do. I've already said what I'm having. Oh. <laughs> I picked my present a month in oh. advance. What I don't are you get, getting? I'm just getting perfume, but not oh, like, nice. not massively expensive perfume. It's from Lush, but it's run out. Okay. So I'm like, we sort of have a limit. For Father's Day, Mother's Day, we're like 20 pounds. That's it. And we oh, go out, we nice, go out for though. breakfast, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's lovely. Because, I mean, it's a big deal. I need something. I need something yeah. to say. Thank you. Yeah. Well, for... you get handmade pictures. Yeah. See, I mean, I'd Mommy rather have 
breakfast out. Go and get McDonald's <laughs> breakfast for Mother's Day. I did that yeah, last I year, I that. think. Oh, nice. Yeah. Delivered or you got to sit in the Well, we're, we're going to go to Herringbone this year. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's lovely. Herringbone is really nice. I feel like we've talked about very we're just, Edinburgh. We're just shy. Everybody's like, places what is going gone. on? I don't know what walkabout is. Every American and Canadian listener is gone. <laughs> Come back. It was Degrassi we last to week. to talk about murder. Yeah. yeah. You know, it'd be good. Have you been watching anything this week? I, what have I been watching? Not really. What have you been? Have you been... I've not been watching a lot. I've been. Do you know what I was watching just before this? You you will appreciate this. This might even be a step too far for you. I think. Katie Price's Mucky Mansion. Oh, that Again, sounds very amazing. British. Um, Is it really mucky? Yeah. Well, do you remember she bought that really huge yeah. house, and she's just she's had a few issues, she hasn't she? Trashed, trashed it. Yeah, she's had a few problems in the last few years. Things haven't been going great mm. for her and she's a hoarder. So it's like people oh, coming no. in and she's like redoing each house, like each room and stuff. Oh, right, okay. I love oh, that. that sounds quite good. I love a redo. And it, yeah. tell me, what does her face look like? She's been in the press a lot for having lots of pr- yeah. plastic surgery. It's, still, it's, not looking, it's not looking amazing. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I mean, she's such an attractive person without any surgery. That's the problem. Do do you think she is? Yeah. When she was young, gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And her daughter looks beautiful. She's had that cat eye surgery. Yeah, I don't like that. Which is insane. It is insane. It's insania, some might say. Make me look like a cat. Get it? You're not going to get the insania reference. Oh, my God. How is it that I know more about British culture than you do? Again, every American's gone. Peter Andre, remember? Oh, right. Did he have a song about Oh, my God. Okay. You know, when they were in the jungle together, they were in the jungle and they fell in love. I, yeah. I wasn't even living here then and even I know about this. And then when he came out of the jungle, he released a song oh, called yes. Insania. I it, do remember that. That song didn't ever make yeah. it to Australia and I still know about that song. Oh, my God. Oh, Marcy, you've got so much in your head. Oh, yeah, this is why I live I'm going to have to record that afterwards. Yeah. See, listen to record. have to go have a listen. We're going to have yeah. to tell um, American people to go and look up Peter Andre. And just um, see. Katie Price. Yeah, Jordan. I don't know who well, she is. Well, she went to the Playboy Mansion and everything, didn't she? She lived there for a while. So okay. maybe they know who she is. Tell us if you know who Katie yeah. Price is. I mean, should we talk some murder? (laughs) I feel like we've done everything else. Right. It is me this week, and this is a really interesting one. So it's about this girl, Annie Borgeson, she's called. Okay. And I had first heard about it through a YouTube channel, and I think I've mentioned this uh, YouTuber before, so it's Jasmine Noor. She's really good if anyone wants to check her out. So, yeah, that's the first I've heard about it. But it's such an interesting and obviously sad case that I don't know how it's not more well known. So, sources for today, Daily Mail, Scottish Sun, all the the kind of key newspapers that you want to be looking at. <laughs> the classy ones. The classy ones, yeah. True Crime Detective... Another YouTuber called Dark Curiosities, who also do a podcast. So oh, you love checking them, out. don't you? You've I mentioned them before. Them. Yeah. They're so good. And then Sky News did like a kind of documentary on it called What Happened to Annie. And then apparently the BBC commissioned another documentary last summer, which is called Body on the Beach. So oh. I think they're still like undertaking that. How did um, I not I know about this? Well, it's really not well known at all. And I think it's just, it's there's a lot of kind of strange things in this case. Okay. So I don't know why it's not well known. Okay. So Annie Christina Borgeson, I hope I'm saying that right. Apologies to any Swedish listeners. Um, was born on the 7th of February, 1975. And she grew up in the town of Gibro, Sweden. She was one of four children and she was described as being typically Swedish. So she had blonde hair and blue eyes. Um, She was really kind of athletic and outgoing. She seemed to be like really sociable and just 
had a great personality, Marty. Um, <laughs> Could you tell that by the photo? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. She was half Hungarian and she spoke five languages fluently. Oh, my God. Um, I know. She was also a talented musician, so she had her own bands which she sang in. So, yeah, she just sounded like quite well-rounded, had her stuff together. She was really interested in travelling and finding out about different cultures and countries. And in 2004, she moved to Edinburgh and she enrolled in the Aspect Language School where she studied English there. So she wanted to basically improve her English, which I'm sure was already better than my English. I mean, if you Um, speak five languages already, that's a lot, isn't it? I know. That's what Europeans are like, though, isn't it? They just, yeah. They're just fabulous, aren't they? They're just not at all like um, British people who can't speak anything and then just go to, I don't know, Denmark. And go to France and then them, yeah. tell people, what was I saying about coffee? I can't remember. I was saying I can't speak French. I do speak French. Oh, can, can, I, have a, can I have a latte? Yeah. Um, I don't speak French. Oh, it's a nightmare. This is what I know in French. Je n'ai pas compris. Je suis écossaise. What does that mean? They're like, all right, okay. I don't understand. I'm Scottish. Uh, See, I need (laughs) it, although I'm not Scottish. I could have really done with that. I can sing 10 Little Indians in Italian, and that's as far as any language. That's amazing. I remember. That's going to come in, Andy. P6. That was from P6. (laughs) I learned everything. I learned. Italian for a whole year, and that's all I can remember. Oh. Which is really sad. Well, that's good. And unhelpful. And you can't call them Indians now anyway, can you? It would have to be Native American. So I can't even use that because that's not appropriate language. I don't know where that would be appropriate, to be honest, (laughs) if you went to Italy. (laughs) I don't know where that would come in, Uh, (laughs) Andy. But you never know. You never know. You could have it as a party trick. You could do it on your birthday. Yeah. When you're getting your rope, you can say, hey. Maybe that's what I'll do when talent. I'm coming out of anaesthetic. Yeah. You have people like do random things. <laughs> yeah, maybe do that. Oh, oh dear. So she moved to Edinburgh in 2004 and she stayed in a shared flat in Dalry with two other students. Um, so she was pretty health conscious. So she would eat healthily and she was really into her kind of outdoor activities and mm-hmm. swimming as well and she was also really really keen on rugby which is quite a big thing in this city isn't it there's it lots of people thing. that love rugby yeah why is it such a big deal in scotland is it because they have a really I, good scottish team i don't know i really don't know well i guess we're okay at it compared with other things yeah. so yeah. is it because it's a sort of a posh city isn't rugby affiliated with like mm. a bit more posh it is. It's kind of a bit more middle class, people that like rugby. And Edinburgh's a little bit posh, isn't it? So Yeah. yeah. That's, I've always found that a little bit weird because Australia has sort of a bit of a rugby yeah, thing going on. Thought, uh, but it's not in posh <laughs> parts of Australia. It's just normal people, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If anything, it's... No, I'm not going to say that. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get myself in trouble. So she used to hang out at Murrayfield Warriors Rugby Club. Um, so she she was really into rugby. By the end of 2004, Annie went back to Sweden because her English course had finished. But she loved the country so much that she planned on coming back. And she returned in February 2005 and worked at the Scottish Whiskey Heritage Centre, which is up on the Royal Mile. Oh, wow. OK. And she did that for six months and she worked as an entertainer there. So I don't really know what that involves. Yeah, like just kind of, I don't know, being whiskey in an interpretive dance (laughs) style. (laughs) I don't know how you can be an entertainer at the Scottish Whiskey Heritage Centre. weird. Do you think it's like a greeter or like someone that... Maybe. Maybe. I I did wonder. Do Do you know when I was researching this, I thought, Marty's going to want to know. What, what that, <laughs> I always what ask the stupid entails. questions. <laughs> and I still didn't find out. Oh dear. What is it? I did, I did look it up, but I don't know if it was like shows or something. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Anyway, she did that for six months. It's really weird. And then she went back to Sweden because I think like her, her job was up and she was receiving unemployment benefit back in Sweden. Oh okay. my God, the cat, the same cat has just come in. <laughs> 
decided was that the I didn't first even know with the cat? it was yeah in oh exactly the same God. spot the cat's just come in and I didn't even know that she was in the house and we should say you don't have a cat <gasps> which is even I don't have a cat yeah she's the neighbour's cat yeah she's unless just it's a ghost cat it's not a ghost cat <laughs> she's just looking at me like <laughs> intensely like what is this you're talking about she's hysterical <laughs> maybe she knows about whiskey entertainment Maybe she's going to do some inter- interpretive dance, yeah. <laughs> um, so she, she wasn't happy in Sweden and she okay. came back to Scotland in October 2005. During the time that she was in Scotland, she moved back into the same flat. So she was always staying in the same kind of area. Okay. And she was applying for jobs in the hospitality sector. So she was pretty sociable, but apparently hadn't made any real close friends. And she would just kind of go out and do things on her own. So one night in particular, Annie went out to a nightclub called Mood, which I think ah. is like the only centre they were talking about earlier on. Yes. Um, and she, she just went out on her own. That's really sad because if she's working in the hospitality industry, that's quite a friendly mm. industry, like full of young people that are tourists normally, isn't it? Yeah. So, so I find that really that strange. Made a few friends, but she just seemed to kind of be one of those people that would just be like okay I'm just going to go out anyway and she wouldn't go out and drink either she would just kind of go out and get oh, trying okay. to people which is unusual so while she was in the nightclub she met New Zealand rugby player Martin Leslie who played for Scotland and they spent the night chatting eating food and he was buying her champagne as well but I don't think he had I don't think he was giving her lots so she wasn't getting drunk Okay. Um, however, it was later revealed that the actual Martin Leslie was not actually in Scotland at the time. <gasps> so nobody kind of knows who this person was that was claiming to be Martin. That's Leslie. bad. I feel like I need the East Enders music. It's not dun, good. Dun, 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 yeah. dun. <laughs> it's not good. So she started to behave a little bit more strangely over the, the next few months. So she was super close to her family, her mum and her best friend Maria, and she kept in touch with them regularly. When it came to November, they noticed that she'd become a little bit odd in her behaviour. So when they phoned her up, sometimes she was fine, other times it was just a bit kind of strange. So, for example, she spoke to her brother um, one evening and she asked if it was possible to track someone's computer activity. So she wanted to know how difficult it would be to hack into someone's computer. And oh. she didn't tell him why she wanted to know that. So that's a bit suspicious, strange. isn't it? That's not for whiskey yeah. entertaining purposes, for sure. I know. I mean, I suppose... <laughs> that is a I... weird thing to ask. And if it's your brother, why wouldn't you say the reason? Yeah. I mean, I've probably Googled that. <laughs> I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think I've said to a family member on a call... You know, I've not phoned up my brother and gone, eh, do you know how easy it is to hack into someone's computer? So, yeah, it's kind of weird. Why have you done that? You, you're not suspicious. Well, See, that's Google, more of a me Google thing. Google everything. Yeah, you do Google everything. Google literally everything, just like random thoughts. That I would hate in. to see your Google I'd history. hate to see it as well. I think horrendous. if I die before you, I'm going to come over there and just delete and everything. Just yeah. <laughs> That's not good. I just think yours would be worse than mine. Yeah, really. I did sort of, yeah, very random stuff in the middle of the night as well. So in late November, Annie called her friend Maria in Sweden and they spoke for almost an hour. Maria assumed that she was calling from her flat, but there was actually no record of the call. She'd also phone her family at really strange times, so late at night. And then when her family phoned back in the morning, she wouldn't pick up the calls. On Wednesday the 30th of November, the man who called himself Martin Leslie randomly showed up at the leisure centre where Annie swam. (laughs) I thought you said something else then. What did you think I said? Now, no offence to LGBTQT people, I thought you said the leisure centre. Oh no, the leisure centre. Yeah, that's really bad. There that's possibly like a really Australian is a thing. Do you know why I'm thinking? Do you know why I've got that in my head? Because I was listening to Alan Carr's podcast. He's done a travel podcast that he started in lockdown, and it was called Life's a Beach. And he oh. was talking to 
like loads of comedians and he was talking about Australians and how we like touring in Australia. And he was saying about Australians add an O onto the end of everything. Oh like, yeah, they when do. They so yeah. he was saying, so Alan Carr is a British comedian just for our American listeners. I think he's coming to do an American tour for the first time. So if you get to see him, go and see him. He's, he's hilarious. Just for yeah. the voice even. I've been to see him live and he was brilliant. He, yeah. And he was saying about Australians put an O on the end of everything. And he was saying that I think it was to Jack Whitehall about, Australians put an O on the end of everything so that they're like, see that girl over there? It's trying to do our accent. I don't know why Mm. I'm trying to do it (laughs) because it is my accent. I don't know what was happening there. That was a really bad accent. She's a lezo. I'm still doing it. (laughs) That's a terrible accent. It's such a bad accent. Oh, my God. I'm doing my accent of him doing our accent at the same time. So he's a gay comedian, so he talks about, like, gay people and stuff. A little bit, so that's why I'm saying about a lezo. So when you said okay. leisure, I'm thinking, because I only listened to it yesterday in my head, it was like a lezo. A leisure centre. I don't know if anyone knows what that is. It's like a sort of, it's like swimming pool in the gym. Surely it's called the call same here. here everywhere, isn't it? Is that what it gets called in Australia? I don't know. I've been gone for so long. <laughs> I don't even remember what, what I was speaking to my friend from Australia the other day, my best friend from primary school that I'm still friends with. And she was asking me about words and things. And I'd said the word plaster and she started laughing. And I've just sort of forgotten that, you know, certain words here are so different to Australia. What do Australians call pasta? They're called band-aids. Oh, I thought you said pasta. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Band-aids. See, you say pasta right. I don't like pasta. I hate when British people say pasta or when they say yogurt. That's not That's right. That's why I say yogurt. It's you don't yogurt. say yogurt. 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 Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so anyway, right. Annie went to the leisure centre to go swimming. And when she turned up there, this guy, Martin, was there waiting to see her. And he wasn't there to swim. Like, he had intentionally gone to see her. So she was a bit, a bit freaked stalkery, out with that. Isn't it? Yeah, how, it is a bit stalkery. How far is this from when he met her on the night out? Was this like a few days later, do you think? I think it was a few weeks. Oh, okay. So they'd been in contact in between and stuff. Well, no, I don't think so. Oh, I don't think she really, really dodgy. had much to do with him. Yeah, okay. and he just turned up. So she was a bit freaked out by that, as you would be. Mm-hmm. So then it gets to December. So Annie's already paid a month in advance for her rent. She's got some positive news on her job applications. She's gone to the health centre and she's had her vaccination. So it seems like she's pretty keen to stay in Edinburgh. There's no kind of plans that she was, you know, go back to Sweden. Okay. So it seems like basically all of this context setting is that she's kind of like, fine she's quite settled she's quite happy being in edinburgh and that's where she wants to be mm-hmm. on december 1st annie again bumps into martin leslie and he buys her a uh, champagne but she didn't drink it because she didn't trust him because she didn't know what was in it um, why is so she meeting him then he doesn't slight, trust him well, she, it, she bumps into him so it's a bit i don't so this guy yeah, already okay. isn't who he says he is and he's appearing at places that he knows that she'll be so it does seem a bit kind of stalkery yeah her mum called her that evening and asks how she was and annie replies you have to respect this but i have to take care of myself and her mum's like i thought like what do you mean can i can i speak to you and annie's like i've got to go and she says can i speak to you later annie and annie replies well we'll see about that which is really cryptic and strange isn't it do you think because i was just going to ask you what you thought of that because maybe like how old is she she's about 30 she's 30 yeah yeah so she's that age she's living in another country maybe Mm. she's left the country maybe she's left sweden because the mother's quite controlling and she sort of just wants to get away from her family and live her own life in another country i mean she could she could be but like she has she's re- she has been up until that time like really close to her family and like checking in with them and everything mm, seems to be yeah, fine. Okay. So I don't maybe th- it was an off day so. though. Do you not think? Could have been an off sometimes day. you can have an off day like with your parents and be like, because I get like that with my sisters sometimes and be like, I just can't be bothered to talk. Yeah, and 
Maybe. I don't know. I think mothers and daughters can have a very complicated relationship and sometimes it's, I don't know, it just... Might, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Although, like, it does seem like they were pretty close and it wasn't. It doesn't seem like there's any sort of issues. Yeah. But the mum certainly okay. seemed to think that that was, like, quite odd, quite an odd thing to say. Okay. The Scottish authorities later found out that there was no record of the phone call. What's with all this no records? I know, it's so weird. And there was also no record of the call that Maria had with Annie the previous Sunday. So it's all just slightly weird. Then on the uh, 3rd of December, an employee at Annie's flat reportedly saw her and said she was upset. And they had a kind of short exchange and Annie had said that it was because of a romantic relationship issue, but she didn't want to talk about it. Okay. She also heard... Annie saying to another person that she had to take care of something and that she had made a decision that might change her life. Okay, so this oh, is all kind of strange. That's, and, that's cryptic, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's really, very loud really thing, odd sorry. the way that she's behaving. <laughs> I got really excited and slammed my water bottle down. That's cryptic slam. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't hear it because I've only got my headphones on halfway. Because I keep hearing myself. But she hadn't mentioned anything to her family or her friends about, like, having any kind of romantic relationships. Okay. So that was kind of a bit like, well, who's she talking about? Yeah, that is all a bit um, so weird. Then it is. It's, it's very strange. An hour later, Annie was spotted on CCTV footage at Glasgow Central Station. But if you look at the timeline from when the employee at the flat said that she last saw Annie and when she got to the station, it's... It would take like longer than an hour to get there via train. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's maybe there's a bit of an issue over timings, but it could just be that the person had got the wrong time or something like that. But yeah, a little bit of a discrepancy then. She was then picked up on CCTV cameras at Presswick Airport an hour after that, at quarter past three. So she must have gone from Glasgow Central Station and taken the train to Presswick Airport. She was seen walking across the overhead walkway connecting the railway station to the airport and she was smoking as she walked. Annie was then seen going into the car park at the far side of the terminal and it took her just 55 seconds to get all the way across the terminal. So they did a kind of reenactment to see how long it would take and it kind of showed that she might have been running at the time because it was very fast to get across. Okay, but they could do it, like they could make it across. Yeah, but they would have to be kind of... (laughs) <laughs> jogging again. But she was sprinting. quite fit though, wasn't she? So she was that's fit, plausible. Yeah. So maybe like yeah. fast walking, I guess. Yeah. She went into the car park and she was there for just three minutes. And then she, when she came back into the building, you could see her on C- CCTV again and she looked like she was really annoyed and angry about something. So she stayed in the airport for four minutes and then she started walking to the town of Presswick. So it's all very strange. So it seems mm. like she had intended on getting a flight back to Sweden, but she hadn't told any of her family that. She'd gone, she made it to the airport, and then for some reason she went to the car park and then got annoyed about something and then started walking into the town of Presswick, which is just quite strange behaviour. Eyewitnesses claim to have seen a figure on the beach on the afternoon of the 3rd of December, so the same afternoon. Okay. But they couldn't tell if it was a male or female that was on the beach. Well, that's very non-specific, isn't it? I think they were in the distance. So they were, they were all, apparently she was like, he or she was like looking out to the sea and they couldn't make out who, if it was a male okay. or female. The following day, so Sunday, the 4th of December, a dog walker again. Oh, just don't get a dog. No, don't it's get never dog. good. Go walking on There's beaches. never a good reason. No. Found Annie's body on Presswick Beach. So it's about two miles from the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, the police were called to the scene and they cordoned off the beach. So she was lying quite high up on the beach near the Esplanade and she was about 150 yards away from like a shallow bay. The water's only about three foot or one meter deep and it doesn't normally like wash up quite as far as where Annie was lying and she was also like found lying on her back 
Her hair was full of sand and seaweed, and her green winter jacket and backpack were by her side. So when you see her in the CCTV footage, she's like wearing a different fleece. So she's actually got on like a red and white fleece, and they didn't they didn't find that. Oh, so, that's weird. I know. That's very weird. So the police went into her bag, which was there, her backpack, and found her passport. So they were able to identify her really quickly. Her hair had been cut off, but it was like cut off quite unevenly. So it wasn't like she'd just gone to the hairdressers <laughs> and left halfway through because of a fire alarm. If anyone's listening to this, <laughs> if anyone's listening to, we hope someone's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone, if you're out there, oh. I'm sorry for being offensive. I mean, I'm the one that did the offensive accent and started talking about Lizzo's Simon, if anything. I know. Oh, my goodness. We should put an apology oh. at the very start. Like, of all episodes. Sorry for anything, sorry for anything that, that follows. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so her hair had been cut. She had long sort of blonde hair. It was still... So long, but I don't know why I'm going into such detail about her here. But it had yeah, because that's been a cut. big, yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah. So, do you think it was like a souvenir that they'd taken from the body? Well, we don't, I don't know exactly when it was cut. So it might have been cut off during the autopsy later on when they were okay. just trying to deal with the body. So, not sure. So, an autopsy was carried out, and the death was ruled a suicide by drowning, and there was apparently what? no suspicious circumstances. So yeah. they did the autopsy. So did, they, they must did have the obviously autopsy. found water. They did the autopsy and they found mm-hmm. that it was suicide, but her family weren't happy about it because they didn't think she would do anything like that. They didn't think she was struggling mentally. So they obviously um, found like loads like water in her lungs, enough for it to be deemed a suicide. Yeah. So the, the body was returned to Sweden after 10 days. Mm-hmm. And then her family requested a second autopsy, which there's a lot more detail about. Okay. So the Swedish autopsy found that Annie had quite a lot of bruises on her body that hadn't been mentioned in the first autopsy. And she had like an injury to her right ear and her temple as well. And there were also kind of strange sort of marks and scratches on her left arm. So the first autopsy had kind of mentioned some of those, but then had put it down to something floating in in the water and like, bashing her eyes okay yeah there was fresh water algae so there was in the first autopsy they did find um water but it, i don't think it was they didn't test to see if it was salt water which if it, if she was drowned in the in the sea then it would be salt water so there's a bit okay. of like ambiguity over the first autopsy in the second one they found fresh water algae in Annie's bone marrow. So they went and sent that to like an ex- expert in Strasbourg for testing, but they kind of put it because it's down in, because it's in your bone marrow. Like that, How that do takes you get a while to. in your bone marrow? Well, I, I know this, I find this really confusing because they, they put it down to like her like swimming a lot or drinking water. And I'm like, does that mean what? everybody's got algae in their bone marrow? I don't know. Clearly, I'm not a scientist. That's rubbish, isn't it? It's it's really yeah, it is very strange. It's a very specific thing. Yeah. To just say maybe it was this from the Scottish um, autopsy or the one. Ah, so I think they did like okay. more of a kind of thorough job. Okay. So the family have kind of insisted that there was something a bit more, mm, a bit um, more sinister. suspicious, a bit yeah. more sinister. But the Scottish authorities basically just said, no, there's no suspicious circumstances. There wasn't any evidence of anyone else being there, apart from they did find a bit of some DNA from an unidentified female on her body. But, I mean, that could come from anywhere. So have they questioned this guy? Well, nobody found out who he was. (gasps) You're kidding me! No. So, like, nobody knows who he was, and she thought that he was the... New Zealand rugby player. It was only yeah. like after the time that they found out that he wasn't because he he was oh over in New Zealand at the God. time, so he wasn't even in Scotland, so it couldn't have been him. So nobody actually knew he was. So it was kind of like it seemed like the police were quite like keen to sort of close it down. Mm. So tourists then the coming to Scotland, started, isn't it? Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like they don't want to stop tourists from coming to Scotland. And well, yeah, they said if the they case. kind of if they were to kind of investigate, I think it, it was like issues around relationships with Sweden and things like that. So, uh, okay. Yeah. But the, the family were like really keen to like 
find out what was going on as you would because it's mm. their daughter who's like seems like really well balanced didn't seem to be having any problems at all and then suddenly it's got bone marrow all over the place with algae in it <laughs> what the hell's going on there so Annie's mum still had her daughter's hotmail password okay so she logs in to look through her emails and everything's been deleted <gasps> dun, dun, dun. We I need know. a little sound effect for the for this sort of Honestly, stuff, don't we? Honestly, there's so many of these. Like, it's just awful. Why was everything deleted? I don't know. So, like, at the time, so 2005, yeah. it was at that stage where you would delete things a bit more because, you, like, there was a storage capacity, remember, in your email yeah. account, so you would have to delete that. But to delete everything is really strange. You'd always have a few things in there. You'd think so. Especially yeah. if you were travelling. Not travelling, but like especially if you were living in another country, you'd have emails from your mum and stuff, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think so. That's weird. It that is, guy is super weird. So do I you know. think it was this guy? I think there's some, yeah, I think there's something dodgy with him. I think he seemed to have been, it seemed like he was stalking her for sure. Because mm-hmm. you don't just like turn up at random places that she is going to be at. So I think they should, they probably should be looking at that. Um, That's very bad. Maybe they went to the walkabout as well. Maybe I've got them in the background of maybe, a photo. Maybe it wasn't nude, but they went to walkabout. They mm. went to do some Australian stuff. So the other thing, there's lots of weird stuff. So the other thing okay. was that Annie used to always take a file fax with her and just record everything on there. And it was missing. And then again, when... They traced her phone calls. Mm-hmm. It seemed like she was making them all from phone boxes rather than the flat. That's strange, isn't it? Did yeah. she not have a mobile? Because people had mobiles then. It's not like it Did was. Talk about there was a fl- there was a phone in the flat. But okay. They, they haven't actually talked about mobiles there. And now the calls. I mean, it's not that long ago. Happened with the flat. So that's no. really weird, isn't it? Why would she go down and ring from a phone box if you've got a? I don't know. Really don't know. So all the phone records as well between Maria and Annie have not been found. And then the other thing that happened that was a bit strange was that when Annie's family and her friends, Maria, started kind of digging around, Mm -hmm. they started to receive phone calls themselves. And then when they would answer them, the person would immediately hang up. So it's all really, really dodgy. So it's been written off as a kind of suicide, but as I said, the family are really keen to kind of find out what's going on. be happy about that if that was your daughter. So are they still investigating? They're still investigating, okay. yeah. And as part of the kind of indiv- investigation that they've done, there's this conspiracy theory that's come up. Mm-hmm. So one of them relates to this American journalist who's called Christina Borgeson. So remember... Annie's Annie Borgeson, but her um, middle name's Christina. Okay. So some people think it could be like a case of mistaken identity. So Christina, the American journalist, has been working on a story around flight TW800. This is where a plane had exploded just over, after takeoff at New York's JFK airport and 230 passengers were killed. She had, so she had been working on a documentary on that and there were she was asking sort of lots of uncomfortable questions of the authority but the other thing that's more relevant is this story that she had been working on and it was to expose details of a secret cia redemption flight so where terrorists were being transported to torture camps and they would stop to refuel via presswick airport no Uh that is a good one I know. So the bombs were being manufactured near Presswick and loaded onto American planes as well for distribution. So, yeah, this is, is all a bit, oh, my God, I hope nobody from the CIA phones me up. And then <laughs> I answer the call and then it just immediately... You're like, still waiting for Michael Sheen to um, find up and complain, don't you? Yeah. But if Monty Dawn phones up, then that's absolutely fine. <laughs> I found a picture of him on my phone the other day, and I was like, why do I have a picture of Monty Dawn that I've taken off the TV? That's weird. And then I was like, because I've sent it to Effie. 
I bet it's a really unflattering one. Really, all photos of Monty Donna unflattering. Yes, they are. He wears really lovely scarves, Marty. Oh no, if that's all you've got. If that's all you've got, his scarves are great. I often look at a man and think, "Oh, he's so attractive. Look at his scarf." Exactly. Do you think that's Harry Styles' appeal? He just has a nice scarf. Oh, definitely. So, just seven weeks before Annie's death, this American journalist had actually been in Scotland. But we should point out that Christina didn't look anything like Annie, and she was about 20 years older. (laughs) So, I'm not sure. That might just be one of those, like, weird, you know, how there's weird sort of coincidences and things. Like, they like to chuck an alien theory in and things like that. Yeah. But it's quite an interesting one. It's a very meaty one. That's the end of it, really. Her family are still kind of struggling with it and trying to find out what actually happened to their daughter, who they left quite happily, they thought. And they didn't even know that she was planning on coming back to Sweden. So I'm going to look out for this documentary that's kind of been worked on at the moment and see what that is. But yeah, really interesting one. Really strange, and I thought more people would have known about it because it is just so. I've never bizarre. heard that, but that happened just before I moved to Scotland. So right, I moved okay. here in January two thousand and six. So I would have just missed that. But yeah, I'm going to go I don't and have remember a look anything. I don't remember anything about the case at all. So really sad, and I hope they kind of get to the bottom of like maybe what happened I mean if it was suicide that's really tragic because she seemed like she had a lot mm. to, to live for but yeah especially I guess maybe she was she... about to head home though wasn't she yeah I know, so why would she strange. go and do that if she was about to head home yeah that's very and she strange. had like library books and her stuff in her in her bag that she was planning on taking oh. back to Sweden so it seemed like she really was sort of fine and hadn't mm. you know she wasn't particularly struggling, but I, yeah, I think the whole like who was the rugby player, what was going on there, mm. that seems really strange. I the think. fact he's never come forward is very bizarre. Oh no, I know. Yeah, of course, because he must have heard about it. Yeah, and he's still here somewhere. He could be. Could be your next door neighbour. Oh my goodness, he could still be in the vicinity. Yeah. yeah. Oh That's really scary. So Why do we always do stories that don't have an ending? Call. Well, because it's mysteries, isn't it? We do a lot of mysteries. We need to do it a straight out murder. Mums, murders and happy endings. <laughs> that sounds a bit like a brothel. <laughs> oh, God. To you it does. To everybody else it sounds great. <laughs> oh, that's horrendous. Oh, well, I'm not doing a... Um, I'm doing a still mystery thing next week. You're doing a mystery? Oh, okay. It's only going to get worse. Okay. I don't, I love mysteries where it's like horrendous. You know, you always (laughs) want like a conclusion, but. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be a tough one next week. A tough okay, well, mystery. I don't know what it is you're doing, so this yeah, is going to be I'm going to keep you in suspense. We should say as well, Mother's Day coming up and all that, we have in our show notes a discount code for our amazing sponsor, Mummy's oh, Marvelous wow. Melts. She's discontinuing the peaks for a while as well. Did you see oh, that? No. Oh, no. Honestly, this just smells so amazing. Don't they? Your whole house. They're your whole lovely. house smells so they nice. Know, you will get rid of any curry flavor in your house. <laughs> On your microphone. Flavor. Aroma, exactly. It still smells a tiny bit, but not as much. Just gorgeous. They're just lovely. Perfect for gifts as well. Yeah. Yeah. So head over to our show notes for this episode and you'll see your discount for Mummy's Marvelous Melts. Amazing. Amazing. Get yourself a little present. Screw Mother's Day. Yeah. And we also have a link if you would like to buy us a coffee. There is a link Always in the show appreciated. notes. We would love that. Mm-hmm. And we should say a big shout out to the Lighthouse Lowdown. Oh, yeah, because you've done a, a few with. podcasts with. Yeah, yeah. people that have been really good. So we did a live with them a week ago, I want to say it was now. They have an amazing podcast if you're interested in lighthouses and all things like that and you're a bit of a freak like me. Mm. Go and have a look. They posted an amazing picture on their Instagram yesterday. I couldn't stop looking at it. It was freaking me out. Oh, no. He's like trying to look away and then getting drawn in yeah. a bit again. In the best way possible. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, 
But yeah, I think that's it. Thanks for that. That was really yeah. interesting. And I've never ever heard of that story. I know. Neither had I until I saw the that YouTuber doing it. So yeah, re- really interesting. I'm really keen to kind of keep my eye on that one and see what happens with it because I don't mm. think it's the last that we've heard of it. It would be good dun, if, dun, they found, <laughs> if they found an answer because that is a very yeah. long time, isn't it? They've got all the DNA mm. things now, though, that DNA things, that's a technical term, you know, like DNA <laughs> and scientific stuff <laughs> yeah. has progressed, so maybe they will find I don't know, something. yeah, it but seems yeah, like it's just been closed down. And yes, we'll really see. Sad. Watch out for the documentary on it. I'm going to – what's the name of the documentary? I think it's Body on the Beach. It's BBC, and they were filming it last summer, so. Oh, wow. So it's I tried to second. do a little search to, to see if I could find anything about it back hidden. So, yeah, watch out for that, though. I'll see if I can find an image of Annie. It's Annie, isn't it? It's Annie, Annie Christina. Yeah. yeah, to put on the Instagram so you can go over okay. and have a look. It should be there now, hopefully, if it hasn't then I'm doing surgery stuff and I just didn't get to it in time. It'll be there the week after. Okay, you go all stones out. Get rid oh, of my good stones. luck, Marty. Thank you. Do you get to keep them? I don't want to keep them. <laughs> <laughs> Put them in a jar on yourself. And do like a little shake out. Maybe like, like little maracas. You know, like crystals have got all different energies. I don't I think they're going to look. I wonder if gallstones have got energies. I don't think they've got any energy. <laughs> they've got the energy of... This is going to hurt you. <laughs> Get your diet Pain back. And suffering. Yeah. 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 This, is what your, this is what your 20s have done to your body. <laughs> All the alcohol and McDonald's breakfast. A yeah. reminder not to be a dick. <laughs> um, but it was fun, so it's fun. So that's it from us. We will be back very mm. soon with another episode of Mum's Mysteries of Murder. And we have some other really cool stuff coming up, plans for Halloween and things this year. And we will talk about them at some point in the next couple of episodes, I think. But for now, please head over to Spotify and give us a review if you haven't. We would love it. It would be amazing. It would make our week. I think that's it. That's it from me. Yeah, thank you for listening. And we'll see you very soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.